Hi, and welcome to the My RV Broker Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. James Upham, and I believe that everyone who buys or sells RVs should be empowered with all of the tools necessary for a great price and a great experience. This podcast provides advice for the RV lifestyle using RV research, education, and experience to help you buy or sell your RV without being taken advantage of. For more information or for help with your next RV experience, feel free to contact us at myrvbroker.com. Good morning, RVers. James here from My RV Broker. Excited to come to you today with a continuation of our uh, top 10 reasons why buying a car is different than buying a RV. Hey, if you haven't heard them yet, go back and listen to the podcast about the, I guess, number 10 and number 9. We'll recap real quick. The number 10 reason, as we do our countdown, of course, is uh, that robots pretty much are what make cars, and RVs are made by humans. And I explained the differences there and things to be looking out for. Uh, and, of course, as we went back to number nine, number nine from ten to nine, nine if, uh, the number nine reason, get your words out, James, <laughs> the number nine reason why buying a car is different than buying an RV is that um, fuel economy, you can kiss good fuel economy goodbye. A lot of times when we're buying cars, fuel economy is a uh, determining factor, and it just needs to not even really be considered, honestly, when it comes to an RV. They all get terrible gas mileage. Some of the vans I know and diesel do better than the gas, no no worries, but you're not going to find an RV that's going to get 30 to 40 miles for the gallon. It's just not, it's just not going to happen, not, not anytime soon. All right, let's go to number eight then. As we go through our countdown, uh, the number eight reason why buying a car is different than buying a RV is simple. In all 50 states, there are lemon laws for buying a car, and they're not necessarily applied to an RV. Let me explain. What is a lemon law? A lemon law, depending on each state, they have different uh, regulations and requirements for what actually classifies as a lemon, but it all consistently applies to a new purchase. Some states have lemon laws in a used car situation, but most do not. It always applies to a specific new purchase. Now, when you buy an RV, uh, there are some lemon laws that will protect you on a new purchase, but forget about any used purchase. So if you buy something that's already been titled, and you have uh, all kinds of issues, non-disclosure, all those things that, that were not presented to you, uh, there's little recourse you can do against the seller, particularly if it's a private party seller. Um, sometimes there's ways to um, force a dealer's hand. Uh, maybe we'll talk about that some other time, some advantages that you have when you are experiencing situations like that and buying from a dealer. Uh, but in this podcast, uh, we need to realize one thing that lemon laws don't always apply to RVs. Now, what does that mean? You go out and buy a brand new RV. Now, just hear me out on this. I know some of you may have already tuned out and said, I'm never buying an RV, and I'm not necessarily sure that's a bad idea. In some cases, it's actually better to buy a new RV. Uh, but in, in most cases, um, if we're looking at all different states, and you go and you buy, wherever you, wherever you register it, if you move, if you're in, whatever it is, you know, any state that you're living in, um, you need to find out in advance if the lemon laws apply to RVs. 
some manufacturers will fight tooth and nail and not do anything to take back. Now, with cars, um, there are reacquired vehicles all the time. For instance, um, in the state of Florida, if you have, uh, which I, I'm from Florida, but I live in North Carolina, but if, if you buy a new vehicle and it stays in the shop for, I think, consecutively, I don't know, don't, don't quote me on this, but basically if it goes back for the same problem at least twice in a month, uh, then that automatically can be deemed a lemon or uh, a manufacturer such as a Ford, like Ford, for instance, can repurchase that vehicle and then make sure it's all fixed up the way that it is and then go on over to uh, sell it again to another dealer who has been authorized to sell it. It comes in, of course, all through on the Carfax, and you're going to see all the problems. Or in the state of Florida, or in most states, if you just keep going back over and over again within the first 60, 90 days, um, they can automatically classify that as a lemon. doesn't necessarily mean that there's anything wrong with the car. It just means that um, there were some issues, and the owner has decided that that's not going to work for them. And so what ends up happening is the manufacturer says, okay, out of courtesy, we're going to buy this back, or uh, we're going to end up, um, it's going to be classified as a lemon, and they're going to be forced to. That doesn't happen as much in the RV industry. It does happen, but it does not happen as much. And so you've got a fight on your hands. And so part of this podcast is just a warning there to say if you're in, in the market to buy a new RV, check out the lemon laws in your state. Also check out um, what uh, if there's any kind of chatter out there on what a specific manufacturer has or has not done when it comes to repurchasing what's called a lemon, in order to protect you as a consumer. So the number eight reason why buying a car is different than buying an RV is simple. Lemon laws apply across the board in all 50 states, and that is not necessarily true for an RV. So make sure you do your homework first before you buy a new one. And if there's anything I can ever do for you, please don't hesitate to reach out. Get out there in an RV, and God bless. Take care.